What's up, fool? This is the Sore Losers BMX Podcast. My name is Justin Kobley here on Long Island, New York. Today, I'm only hanging out with my friend, Austin Mazer. He's in Mallorca, Spain. He just got back from Berlin, Barcelona, Colorado, Colorado traveling, yeah. the, traveling the globe. So uh, we're going to catch up on uh, the biking shit we've been doing lately. So how's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. Nice to be back here, my apartment, chilling. But yeah, you know, good to be back on the podcast. It was nice to not be involved in the past two, just because I don't listen to them. So it was nice to, I don't listen to them when I'm on there just because I don't want to hear myself talk. But like the Danny one and the the Eddie one were pretty good. So it was enjoyable to listen to them and as like a, as just like a normal casual listener. Thank you. That's really my goal with this podcast is just yeah. pretty good at yeah, best, really. Yeah. So, yeah, no, thank like, you. Uh, yeah, I understand like what you're with, saying. Yeah. Continue. No, because like even with like how we, you know, added the, the intro song and everything, it was like I've heard it, obviously, but like it's different when you are just listening to the podcast as a normal listener would and it just kind of completes it sounds like an actual podcast nice yeah i'm glad to have the intro music yeah it's uh it's a solid little little piece by rose parade my friend Mm -hmm. matt dardano's band definitely glad to have that part of the podcast so yeah you just got back from uh a trip primarily to berlin right how was that whole deal yeah, it was fun. Uh, so it was me and my girlfriend, and we had already previously planned a trip to to go spend a weekend in uh, in BCN because she wanted to see her friends. I I didn't bring my bike, but I saw a couple friends. She had like some other things to do. She had to pick up paperwork and stuff. So we just kind of make it, made a little trip out of it and. You know, we'd been kind of talking about at some point in the summer, maybe August, July, whatever, to, you know, she, I mean, in school, she studied German. You know, she has like a a level of German knowledge, like she can speak it. So she she's always wanted to go, like, we've been there once. She's been there a couple of times. Didn't you go somewhere right. weird? You stayed in like Dusseldorf or something or... Uh, I mean, the first time I went with her, we went to, well, we spent a week in uh, the cold. Few, uh, we, I mean, we spent, like, this is years ago, like we spent a few months together while she was studying in Leipzig, Germany, which is. That's it. Lipzig. Lipshit. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's like a small, it's a small kind of area in Germany. Not maybe like an hour and a half, two hours train away from uh, Berlin. So that was mm-hmm. like some years ago. And then went to Munich from there for Oktoberfest. 
we experienced Oktoberfest. That was fun. Um, I'm actually experiencing my own little Oktoberfest right now. Yeah. As I told you in the beginning. Right, right. But, but yeah, so then now this trip, you know, we wanted to do something and then we were like, oh, we don't know, you know, because we both kind of have stuff planned. So we didn't know if we were going to make, be able to make it happen. So we're like, oh, shit, let's just go to Berlin from BCN and just do a week there. Like, I think we did maybe eight I days. I like it was longer. Nine days. Yeah, you guys said like, yeah, yeah, like pretty solid days, trip. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, we just went to to Berlin from BCN and spent some time there and just kind of, you know, did a lot of tourists, like memorials and museums and just kind of all the, you know, all that stuff and just, I don't know, it's crazy there. It's, uh, I don't know, I, th- I feel like there was definitely a few times walking around and I was like, just in my head, like, man, Justin would really like it here. I don't even what know, like, for that? what, I don't even know for what specific reasons. It was just like, I just feel like you would enjoy it there. It was just like, the, just like the vibe of the city. I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot going on. I like, I imagine you kind of like going giddy, just like with your, <laughs> just like shooting all, like photos of like everything just because there's so much going on there. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people like the amount of fucking styles and outfits and you you see everything there basically but it, it's super cool obviously the only thing is like i mean we had maybe two or three like full-on sunny days and in the sun it was fairly hot like you know shorts sweating but then like you go in the shade and it's you know like a a pretty cool breeze and then like the next day would be raining you have a winter jacket on and it was like that for like maybe two or three days straight weird so like the temperature flip-flops like crazy I don't know if I'd like that or not, but I mean, the weather, the weather, the weather is not my thing. Like I, I love Berlin as like the city, like I love everything about it, except just the, the German weather. Like if I were to ever spend time there, it would have to be like, I mean, just, yeah, just the summer basically. I don't think I could handle a winter there just by how, you know, this past time I spent there which is more towards the summer than I've ever been in Germany. And it was still like a few days in a row of rain and me wearing a jacket at some point. It's like, imagine winter. Yeah. Like I said before, it like sounds almost like, like another UK kind of weather, like kind of dreary and gray and like kind of rainy and cold Mm -hmm. and just sounds good to me. I love being I mean, miserable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind in that, like, you get days where you're not, like, in the summer where you're not hating being outside. Where, like, I could be in New York in the summer in my house and I open my door and I just get 
fucking punched in the face with humidity and I just go right back inside. So it's nice to have a little bit of cool air type thing there. But then again, it like it could rain a lot. I don't know. You don't have beaches there. Yeah, lack of beaches would be kind of depressing. Yeah. I feel like living on Long Island has like conditioned me to just expect like, the beach to be within like right. you know, a 15, 20 minute drive of like wherever you are. Like it's just it's a thing I can do whenever I have nothing else to do. Like especially like after work, if I just wanna like go do something, I'll just like take a ride to like the East Islip Marina or like Hexer Park and just I got yeah. the beach there. Yeah. I feel like recently I've kind of like been thinking about like it's like one of those things where you almost kind of take for granted just because it's there all the time where like I'll have times where I think about like, Oh yeah. Like to live in Germany for a few months or whatever. And then you think like, Oh man, there's no beaches. And then you really like think like, you know, Long Island beaches, wherever. And then like living in BCN, you have the beach there. Now Mallorca, there's beaches everywhere. And then to like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where you're so you're around it so often and it's kind of like a normal thing to where you're living in a place then with that doesn't have any ocean, any any beach or anything. I imagine it's probably weird. It makes me feel like the opposite of claustrophobic. Like yeah. to feel like space stretches out like infinitely right, right. without hitting like an ending, like a body of water yeah. that stops me. Is like a uh, weird, a weird thought I have about it. So I'm curious yeah. what your like experience of uh, also, just as a preface, it's a very committed relationship move to go to Barcelona without a bike. So, uh, <laughs> so props to you. You must, uh, yeah. you must really well, uh, like this girl Maria after all these years. Yeah. Shout out to Maria. Yeah, shout out Maria. But I mean, obviously. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, I was there fairly recently on a skate pro trip for a week with my bike, obviously. So it's not like being there for a weekend was like me going crazy, needing to ride and stuff. Like we were doing our thing and stuff. And like, I met up with a couple of friends to say what's up and have a, a couple of drinks, but mm -hmm. I wasn't necessarily like dying to ride. It was nice to just be there and chill especially because I lived there for, I don't know, however long. So it's not like I was in this new city. Whereas like Berlin, yeah, maybe I would like to have my bike, but also like, I mean, Berlin is massive, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you've, you know, or you've heard like, yeah, I've heard this, the span of Berlin is, uh, pretty fucking huge to like, I don't think, it's one of those places where I don't think the spots are necessarily in where you'd be in Berlin. Like you going out, hanging out at a bar or going to some parks to have drinks. Like I don't think the spots are really there. Like I think you're, I think to ride, you're probably taking the train or the, the subway, the U outside the city to ride. So like I didn't so it's really basically see like Long Island. 
yeah, like I didn't really see, you know, so many spots. Like funny, I, you know, one of the the main areas there that people go out is the uh, Frederickstein, I think it is. My German's not good, so I think it's Mine's out worse, so we'll go with that. But so like there's like a bridge there and stuff, and I was looking over. And this was like maybe the second or third time we've been in this area and doing this walk. And like I look over and I see that there's a little, I don't know if it was a DIY or just kind of like a skate park, but I was like, oh shoot, look at that little skate park over there. And I'm like kind of just looking because I see a, like a person on a bike. So I'm like really looking like, oh, I wonder if I know the person. And then like sure enough, it ends up being a uh, Mo. Felix Brangenberg. No, it was Mo. No Spammer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. You know? Do you know Mo? Because he was a um. I, I met him a Barcelona guy for a while, right? He was on a. I think he was he was on a trip to maybe hang out with Simone when I met him. Mm-hmm. I think we went out on like a, a session one day, maybe. It was brief. I don't know if he remembers me, but I just remember seeing him from the distance and kind of like I feel like he has a pretty distinct style to kind of. I think he was doing like a switch 180 switch bar or hang five mm. or something. And I could just tell some light. Yeah. Just some chilling. Light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like later on in the trip, uh, me and Maria were chilling at a bar or something. And she's like, Oh look, BMX. And I turned around and it's like him again. And like a homie of his. But yeah, I mean, so that, no matter like, where you go, you can't escape BMX. Like yeah. you see it regardless whether you're trying to or not. Yeah, I mean like BMX. <laughs> but the spots were not really uh But yeah, I mean You said they were more like few and far between. Like compared yeah, get, to like, like Barcelona where you turn a corner and there's oh we're we're at MACBA now. Oh now we're at these crazy pyramid hips. Oh now we're at these perfect handrails. Oh we're we're at yeah, parallel. We, like it's I mean, they're it's nonstop. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, BCN, it's easy to just find spots pedaling. Like you just pedal in whatever direction you're bound to find a spot, at least a couple of spots, you know, where like, mm-hmm. obviously I wasn't, I didn't have my bike or anything. Like it was just kind of walking. Like, I mean, we were in a bunch of areas, you know? So like, I didn't really see a lot of spots in the kind of like the city center area. But I think it's, from what I hear, like, I think it's one of those places where you need to, like, have a guide that, like, kind of brings you to places and, like, shows you the in and outs because I think it's a lot of probably, like, the, the metro train system that you're taking to different areas. Mm-hmm. Just because of the size of it. it's Like, you could probably, not knowing, just end up in, like, a, a whole resident like residential area and just spend like a half hour in just houses and buildings. Gotcha. That's interesting. Cause, uh, riding Miami was similar to that. Like we went, mm. I went with, uh, our buddy Fred drew on like a random hey, trip drew. to Florida. Yeah. Shout out to drew, but we were in Miami and we didn't have a spot guide. And at least we parked at that, like famous, you know, the like step up, uh, gap, monument like thing. the triangle it's thing. like the triangle and it's like a weird right. step up so we knew to park there because that was like a good 
you know, popular, you know, city center. Like chances are there's something around here. It's a popular yeah. spot. And basically, we spent most of our time pedaling around Miami, just trying to find spots and trying to like yeah. figure out what the hell to do with our one day in Miami. And uh, we even had this like local kid. I don't know how we found him, but we had this dude who was like sending us like really like fragmented pins and directions like, oh, turn left on Joshua Street, <laughs> turn right on. And we were like, what? Where the fuck is that? But like, he wasn't what? with you. No, he wasn't with us. He was he was DMing us over Instagram. Oh, my God. Directions like live. As and if he's like the guy in the van, like during a bank heist, like turn left now. He's the guy in your earpiece. Yeah. yeah. Like directing you. Exactly. Yeah. And we ended up like at a, a handful of spots, but I feel like we spent more time just like aimlessly pedaling through like neighborhoods yeah. and blocks and like, you know, to be fair, we did hit a, f- a good number of spots, but like I wanted to go to like the orange peel spot, you know, the crazy like, right. Yeah. The art transition, you know, like quarter yeah, pipe the class. thing. Yeah, yeah. We didn't make it there. Uh, we tried to go to. I think it was at a synagogue. You know that, like, it's like a fat rail. It's like somewhere between a rail and a ledge. Mm, it's uh, yeah. it's like really ornate looking. Like it, it has it's like, like a vert- white marble like a stairs. Vertical. Yeah, I think um, what it, it brought like Rayford nose vertical. manual down it. Yeah, I feel like Jake you know the clip one eighty it maybe too. Yeah, yeah, they wrote it in the um, the Odyssey Miami trip video from yeah. a few years back. But we made it to that, and apparently, like a month before we rode it, they took down the rail, so there was no spot for us. So we like just like we went on a whole like treasure hunt to find it, to then just find out that it was uh as Gonzo. So that was a bummer. Yeah, I feel like to have a spot guide is such a necessity, just because you just eliminate really all is. that kind of bullshit you know yeah you just like leave it in their hands you just go i'm not i'm just gonna forget where i am and where i'm going and i'm just going to uh trust the local and nine out of ten times they come through for you i mean for sure yeah i feel like i've kind of gone i mean maybe i'm making this up i don't know like i feel like one of the times me and billy went to like the first time me and billy went to london like a few years ago we kind of did like a similar like trying to find stuff ended up in random areas like we were kind of doing our own thing and yeah i don't know you just end up in these like weird housing complexes where it just seems like okay there's nothing how did i end up over here and you just waste so much time like in these random areas where like maybe you made a wrong turn but having a local he would have said oh continue straight because this spot's right there Yeah, they know the place like the back of their hand. They don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Just like a little quick story. Um, Before the We The People team came and stayed in Brooklyn, uh, I was sort of like expected to be somewhat of like the tour guide, which uh, I was kind of like tripping out on because I don't live in Brooklyn. So like I don't consider myself anywhere near like a local. I consider myself like a not quite like a like a distant relative of like a local rider like like we go there often enough that like 
I know the areas of Brooklyn. I know like where the clusters of spots are, but like, I don't know like every inch of Brooklyn and I don't have just like, you know, like a subconscious, like sense of my my sense of direction is, is bad just in general, which is like, which is slightly, uh, disturbing when you're expected to be the spot guy. Yeah. You've dealt with it over the years. Like, it's bad. It's I like, get so turned around. So easy. even in the car driving, we'll be driving and you, you point to the right and you're like, Hey, turn left here. God, you're never going to let me live like, that down. I mean, you, no, I did that like one it, time. Not, you, you did not do it one time. You've done it several times. Two, t- two times. Maybe, I, maybe I, twice. I wouldn't bring it up if it was a one time thing. Like this has <laughs> happened at least a few times. Maybe it's happened twice <laughs> maybe three times okay so maybe maybe you know i just i'm trying to to just give you a direction by pointing and i'm whether whether i say left or right it's not really relevant it's like i'm just directing you with my hand and maybe i've mixed up my left and my right once or twice i know but over it, the just, years it, it never over gets the years yeah, just you give like, me shit for it. Like I'll be driving and stuff, and like I just see you like pointing and looking, like full, like full commit, like turn right, and you just say like <laughs> turn left, but your everything is looking right except yeah. your, like your voice is just left. Yeah, so you so you know where I'm coming from when uh yeah being the spot guide yeah. is not like uh not a supernatural thing for me to do. So I was yeah. going to Brooklyn. Like probably like every weekend for like a month or so leading up to that trip, kind of just like cataloging some spots and like kind of trying to gain some sort of sense of direction because like they told me what area we're going to be staying in. So I had like some sort of uh, mental map of uh, where we're going to ride. And uh, long story short, it ended up working out fine. Like ended up you know having no shortage of spots in brooklyn and i think we only rode manhattan like one day because we just like we're filming a bunch in brooklyn had plenty of spots and like the extra effort to get into manhattan wasn't really worth it since we were staying in brooklyn yeah so it worked out fine but being a spot guide is not easy it's definitely like Take some skill and some confidence and uh yeah, shout out to all the spot guides out there taking people around to their uh yeah. their gems. Yeah, also it's like a certain like it's like a I mean it's pressure because it's like it's yeah. on you to like provide spots so that everyone can film on. You know? Mm-hmm. Or at least or at Especially, least one per like because then you get like the spots where it's like no one wants to touch it and it's like, oh shit, well I kind of fucked up then. Like, yeah, I, I did that go once. Way this way, like I, I thought you guys wanted to ride this, and my judgment was wrong, and now we're in this area, <laughs> and I got to go this way. Yeah, especially yeah, like I, mean, I prefer Cali riders that are used to like really clean, polished ledges. Like I right, took them yeah. to um, there's this one spot in Brooklyn. It's like you know those green ledges that then has the rail on top. It's the um the rail hop yeah. that Black Man tried and blew up his yeah, wheels yeah, yeah, i think yeah. uh-huh. and then chris uh-huh. childs did it it's like yeah these those weird green ledges and then there's like a rail up on top and uh yeah you colin baraniak did i don't did think colin do a so. i rail hop nose bonked like right. the, the weird thing right. and craig actually is gonna have a couple clips there 
in the uh, upcoming video that I have yet That's to uh, ever to finish editing. Come out or... Listen, listen, it's gonna come out. It's just I gotta find the right music, and I have to, you know, have to do it right. Like I don't want to just dump it out half-assed. Are you gonna add my clips? Yes, yes, I'm definitely gonna okay. add your clips. I told you I'm gonna give you the ender since you donated those clips. But I didn't really donate them because you filmed them anyway. I know. It was funny because I asked you to send me the clips. <laughs> and then the, after I sent that message, I realized that I, I have them. Yeah. It was so. like it was like clips that you like weeded out kind of. And like, well, actually, I mean, maybe it's because cause I said, oh, I want to keep some clips or something for something else. And then, yeah, over time, I was just like, I mean, I'm probably not even going to, like, now I have the HBX2, so I'm like, I'm not even going to really add to this footage. So just, if you can, just use it or whatever. You're like, okay, yeah, send it to me. It's like, but I got them from you. Yeah. Kind of a dumb blonde moment there. Yeah. <laughs> I have those from time to time. It's like, these are all from So, yeah, account. what were we talking about there? Where did that come from? Uh, Brooklyn riding that uh spot. Yeah, basically I took them there, to that uh, spot. The green ledge, the green ledge. Yeah, the green ledges because Colin Baranyak did like a really badass clip there. I think it ended with like a switch hanger bar spin. I don't know if you remember what I'm thinking about. I mean, but we went there. I I, like, I remember the clip, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, I don't remember the the full line he did. Well, basically I took him there and I was like, check out this sick spot, guys. Like. You guys are going to get mad clips here. Like, it's going to be sick. And they all just looked at it and were like, no, <laughs> not today. <laughs> like, I think they, like, Grant C. Feeble grinded it and was like, sing fucking sluts like shit, dude. It's like, ah, oh, sorry, Grant. Maybe it needs some wax. Yeah. And, like, we kind of, like, we sort of sessioned it. But I think it was, like, later in the it day. Was like a, and everybody it was, was like, a pity tired. session, maybe. It was a little bit of a pity session, but somehow I ended up doing that, that like rail hop nose bonk thing. And I was probably yeah. like the only person who filmed the clip there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You were yeah, like, it was well, one of those. I guess, I guess if no one else is going to get clip, I guess I should. Yeah. At least make it worth it. No, but that clip was sick. Thanks. Yeah. Especially I like having like upgraded, but that spot in person. Upgrade it. Yeah, they were. I think Grant was saying like, "Yo, what if you like 180 nose bonked it, dude? Like, or maybe like nose bonk toboggan or something." I don't know because a 180 nose bonk is is kind of the same as a straight nose bonk, but you just like do a little kick out spin 180 kind of thing. Like especially when you have like height, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like spinning, like doing a straight hop versus a 180 doesn't take that much more effort. Like you don't even have to try to spin. You just like. Yeah. But it was I don't a know, you just turn your gap, head. Yeah, that's that's what would have made it hard. It was like it was like weird it because like it was a gap a to little, the like you had to hop on a ledge with speed to then jump over the rail. Yeah, so like to it make wasn't, it, more it wasn't like complicated. A... The run up was like starting on some like bleachers that were like stepped bleachers, and I started on a lower one. Like took a few cranks, hopped up onto the next bleacher, took another two cranks, 
hopped up to like the main ledge and then I had to gap like a stair set walkway like perpendicular to the stairs and then rail hop over the railing and then also clear a ledge after it that was like maybe three feet wide and like two three feet high so it was like a gap to a rail hop and then a gap out to clear it and then the problem I had is there was a fence not too far after it so like I was thinking about maybe trying to do like the bonk 180 but there was literally like no clear roll away space for it like I would have like rolled out into into the fence yeah even though it was like one of those kind of knee high like gardener kind of fences it just like wasn't wasn't gonna work out like with all the Mm -hmm. all those factors so you started from the bottom now we're here bottom bleachers yeah yeah i started from like a step or two down because it gave you like more length it was like if you started Mm. from where the uh like ground like higher highest level ledge was you only had like like four or five feet before the rail hop and Mm. i probably had to clear like at least let's see five six feet to get over the rail and past the ledge like maybe more than that maybe six seven feet so i needed like a good amount of speed so i had to like start further back and the only way to do that was to start like lower down on like a stack of bleachers at like an amphitheater kind of kind of setup and stuff like that like even though i think in the so the clip is in the we the people rookies video i think it's called do you remember that sort of like am team video they put out that was like vx footage left over from the out of line filming kind of trips and stuff yeah, so the clip is in there, and I think even Grant used the like the lead-in clip of me pedaling on a bleacher and hopping up and taking a couple cranks and like the funky run-up. But I feel like you never really like pay much attention to that, even when you're watching it in a video. Like you're just like, oh, that happened. That must have been fine. But in yeah. reality, it was like a huge pain in the ass, and like made the trick way harder in my head well yeah i mean yeah that's why i asked like why you started it just because i know like i know the spot i know there's like the main ledge that you would go on to hop over the rail and stuff to the right of it is just normal pavement and then to the left is where like the bleachers go down into like the stadium type thing so that's why i was curious as to why you started from the bleachers and not just like the pavement but I mean, yeah, it makes sense now. Yep. So on a totally related note, you just dropped a video for your sponsor, Skate Pro, huh? Yes. Yes, I did. Are you glad to be uh, finished with that project and have it out in the uh, YouTubeverse? What, yeah. are your, what are your feelings now? on Because it, yeah, it mean, was just released today. We're recording yeah. this on a Friday, the 16th of the month that it is. Which I think is June. <laughs> yeah, it's June. Yeah, June sixteenth. You put out this video. It's July. God damn it! It's July. Yeah, it's totally July. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I could have sworn the Fourth of July already happened. <laughs> like, 
That's why I didn't want to say the month because I knew I was going to blow it in the moment. <laughs> like, it is the 16th of the month that it is. The month that it is. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, right, that month, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that dropped today. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy it's out. Uh, already kind of started working on other videos just with the the new HBX. Mm. But yeah, I, just, I think it's always nice, as you know, just to like kind of, you know, the video has been done for a little bit now, but now that it's like officially out and stuff, you kind of like wipe your hands and like, okay, now it's do the next thing. Yeah, I feel like when the video actually comes out, you you're That's not really like, so psyched to like to watch it and like do any do anything more with it, but it's nice oh, to just yeah. like move on to like the next thing. Exactly, like you can yeah. like put it out of your mind and like check it off the list. Exactly, yeah. So it's a good feeling either way. It's it's out of that kind of weird in between of like being done, kind of waiting to be posted. It's out of limbo, yeah. Yeah, it's out of that limbo where it's like, now it's finally out, now I can do other things and not think about that video. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I have some plans of uh, escaping the limbo that I want to talk about later. But yeah. this this video part, I think it's some of my favorite footage of you that you've ever yeah. filmed. Like, there are some some highlight clips that I'm definitely curious about you know, kind of the story behind them. Cause I feel like yeah. it, um, it doesn't quite feel like a Barcelona video, but it still yeah. feels like somewhere sort of exotic, which obviously right. it's, it's primarily filmed in Mallorca or entirely yeah. in yeah, Mallorca. I, no, right? yeah, entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely. Really? Every clip? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. That's cool. Clip. Yeah. That's uh, always a challenge with a video. Cause you know, you end up collecting random clips here and there from yeah. wherever you find yourself. So to make a video just from one consistent location is pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm hyped on how can it like, you know, I'd met Juan before really moving here. I was here on a trip and stuff and it turned out to be BMX day. And like I came with my bike and stuff and like I saw like, I don't know if someone sent it to me or I saw on Instagram or something like people from who ride here are having like a BMX day jam. And I was like, oh shit, I should probably go check that out. This might've been 2019, 2019 going into 2020. I don't know. The good but yeah, times. So like, I, before, I was on a trip. Like, I, wasn't, the I wasn't living. Before the masks and the deaths. Yeah. Before all that bullshit. Yeah. So like I was here just on a trip, like I was still living in BCN and stuff. And then like I met I met all the the guys here. And then, you know, since then kind of stayed in chat in touch. And then I would do anytime like me and Maria would come, we'd I'd bring my bike and kind of meet up with them, ride for however long I was here. To then obviously now living here, where like I wanna say the first clip is the oldest i feel like the first so, clip is i want i want to say the, the first first clip. first clip i feel like there's there's almost like a pre-intro clip where you do like a pegs up like a fence chain yeah. kind of I thing say that's the oldest to like clip. 180 
right? That's kind of the, the trick. I think that, yeah, I think it's like a peg stall fakie on a, on a fence bank. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there had to be a fence clip in there. Of course, yeah. You because live you don't those. see you don't see you don't see fences like that here too often. So when you find it's one, a you gotta take shame. advantage of it. But but yeah, I want to say that's the oldest clip. Like also maybe the only clip with that frame. With the old uh, the yeah, like the old, camo like, DAC frame, the like army the DAC, green and yeah, green brown splatter. It was like an orange. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I think I was living. That might have, like, I might have just moved here. Shit, I don't know. I might have been before. I don't know. Regardless, Shit, so you was, and Juan go was... way back. Yeah. Shout out sure. to Juan. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say so that to was me. I feel like the the intro clip that the one you just talked about is sort yeah. of like maybe it was pretty hard to do, but I feel like that was like. A relatively chill clip for you yeah but then the next clip is like that crooked crank arm it's like a crank arm crook on like a, a ledge that goes so like you're on the top side of the ledge and the opposite side there's a bank going down and you do like a crooked crank arm feeble crook to over 180 and that just like uh, okay, seems yeah, right, right. physically impossible to me. Right. So that clip to me was like when the video like, you know, started, started kind of thing. Right. Uh, yeah, I honestly forgot. Actually, yeah, that, that clip has that old Was that easy? Because, um, dude, that seems so like awkward and weird. And you somehow did it like smoothly, like like it was I a mean, normal trick to do. Like, I don't know if I've actually seen that specific trick in that combination done before like maybe somebody's done it but because what do you even call that it's like because a lot of people do the like crank arm feebles but you did it yeah. crank arm and then I mean, it was over like a peg. crank I so it was a crank crook i was thing. yeah yeah like a crank crook thing crank crook but then not just that then you did it to over 180 with a ledge yeah. with no ending which makes yeah any kind of spin infinitely harder. I might have learned that there. I I mean maybe before that I've done <laughs> You just like learned crank it arm. in the clip, one of those. I, I no, I think before that I've done like crank arm over one eighties. And then it was maybe easier with the like the kind of crooked style. Just because I had mm-hmm. that like peg there. Interesting. Because for those yeah, who don't know I, I'm shit footed so like <laughs> For me to spin towards my front foot is my natural way. Yeah, I feel like you have a... There's like one clip that it almost like was a reminder that you're actually goofy. (laughs) Because you do so many spins like ambidextrously. You do... It's like those stacked ledges that you session all the time. The the main part of it, I think Uh, you do like manual up manual, 180 backwards manual. I think to... To fakie or Indian? Yeah, just I just did it to fakie. Yeah. To fake. But, but it's funny because then I like... did like it because then I rolled out like the opposite way that I spun into it. Oh, did you? I never even. Yeah. Like, so I feel like I, that. Because, I mean, 
something like that I don't really care about just because like I just roll out how I roll out and that's it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like maybe if you don't know that I'm actually shit footed and stuff and you watch that clip, it maybe fucks with you because it's like, oh my God, he rolled out this way. Was this a switch manual? Switch fakie manual shit? Yeah, my idiot brain, like in the instant that I was watching it, was like, oh, he did it switch? Whoa. <laughs> like, like I had that like dumb guy thought like, oh, he's doing, he did it the opposite way because his foot's forward. <laughs> but obviously I know you're goofy footed. So like it registered yeah. mid fakie manual that that was your normal way. But yeah, yeah. yeah, the video, you don't like, you don't lean into the, the goofiness too heavily, which I've always preferred as you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Being a fellow goofy guy. Yeah, I mean, that clip, like, I've just kind of been on a a bit of a fakie manual. Just been trying to look for shit to fakie manual because I finally figured them out and they're fun. It's like a new sort of manual challenge. Going forward, so, it like, just become too easy. Even on the front wheel, it's not enough anymore. Yeah, yeah, you gotta exactly. do it backwards. Yeah. So, like... I don't know, maybe before then I'd never really done a manual into like a, a decent like locked faking manual. So that was kind of just like a, I don't know, just like a personal little like manual challenge type clip. Yeah, because you can tell it's it's not like one of those little dinky backwards manuals where you tap yeah. your back wheel and cab right out. Like you had to like lock in and hold it. And obviously you went to fakey. So you mm-hmm. weren't even like spinning when you popped out of it like kind yeah, of like, like some I, Devin I, yeah. shit right it was just like keeping my just trying as hard as i could to like keep my just keep the bike straight and not like do the the super mega car to where you eventually do a half cab just because that's how like the carve and momentum brings you yeah it's almost easier to cab out of it because like your momentum is just keeping you spinning like right, your yeah. body and bike naturally want to to cab I think yeah. was it even like slow mode a little bit when you like popped to like yeah. show the the fighting the the half cab kind of thing, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe I think so. Maybe too. <laughs> oh yeah, another backwards manual clip. You did that ice to like ice jam thing, like ice sliding to ice feeble. stall. Was it feeble? It was feeble. Yeah, it was feeble, and then like oh. I lifted up into the ice pick. Well, the clip's not cool. so cool it anymore. Been cool ice, it yeah. would have been cool ice pick, but I thought about it. But like the idea of like doing an ice pick and looping out into that, and like probably just destroying my axle. Because mm-hmm. you even dented your frame in like the weirdest yeah, place. Yeah, I, I, dented, I dented my frame pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, that clip's she's, really cool. She's still rolling, like, but you do that forward, forward grind to like stall because there's like a a ledge and then a lip up to another ledge. So your peg Mm -hmm. like locks into it and then you pop fakie up to fakie manual, like fakie switch foot, fakie switch foot. Yeah. You did the the foot switching thing too. Yeah. I forgot to, forgot to mention that. But yeah, that clip reminded me of like some Carl pointer shit, like some bright and ain't ready, like fakie manual wizardry. Like, that clip stood out to me for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like, I mean, fake manuals are just fun to fuck around with now. Just because, I mean, for the longest time, I mean, at Huntington Skate Park, seeing Billy just fucking fake manual as far as he wanted to, no problem. And then me, like, trying to, like, I would just always fall on my fucking back trying to fake manual. And then... With a coaster, obviously. Yeah, and I think we talked about it with Denny like during COVID and like the quarantine and stuff. Like, there was a place near where I was that I could practice fake manuals, like the manual nose jam, and then fake manual off the curb. And that's where I finally learned how to fake manual. So since then, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not like falling on my back all the time." And then. And then, yeah, I've just been kind of fucking around with them, trying to figure out different ways to implement them. And, and yeah, figure manual to guy. Me, so to me, you have like the patience of like a flatland rider. Like I've never been able to spend more than like 15, 20 minutes trying like nose manuals before I just get frustrated and give up. But like yeah. I watched you like at CVS, like, just like drilling nose manual practice for like so many sessions. Like you would just try them like everywhere all the time. It's yeah. It seemed like until they just clicked. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I just, I mean, even now, like when I just try like nose manual on whatever spot or manual, like, I don't know. I just like, I just enjoy thinking of it as like a little, I mean, just the classic like manual challenge. It's just like a little uh, challenge that I'm trying to like complete for the day almost. And like, <clears throat> like a sort of like training, like I'm trying to, I don't know. It makes riding like, into mind. like a little game. Yeah. Because, yeah like, like, exactly. Like I don't mind spending so long on it because it's like, I, it's the goal. Like I want to be able to do this manual just because. I think I can do it. I know I can do it. And yeah, it's just a game. Yeah. I just find it interesting and fun. This is the little random challenges I set. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but. Yeah. For me, it's just like, they generally don't. I guess (laughs) is why I like never really follow through. Like, but you, I feel like if I don't land you're a not trick, setting the right challenges. You got to set like, yeah, you got to have like reasonable challenges, you know, like ones mm-hmm. that you're working for, but you know that you can complete. So I shouldn't set out to nose manual, like six parking spaces no, you, in you my first three. session. You do three. Cause I, dude, I think the most I've ever done is just like two. So maybe I should start, start small. I would say, yeah, I would say maybe. Your next, your next session near some, like near some parking spaces, do a, a nose mail challenge of two. Just get two and then go to three. Okay. I can get behind that. I'll, I'll keep you posted on the results. They're probably not going to be good, but I'll probably I mean, spend this is like literally a like how day. I learned nose mails. Like in my driveway, as you like, I have like the lines there that kind of like break up the driveway and like I would just be riding my driveway and just like, okay, I want to get to this line from this line. And I would just all the time have like a goal, like a, 
yeah, just a goal that I would want to get to with the nose manual or the manual or whatever. And I would just over and over, just try and get there. It makes sense in hindsight, but the actual like patience it takes to follow yeah. through with that. I mean, obviously, I've just yeah, never, like, never patience, been able to like, commit to. I'm a fairly patient person. Like I don't mind sitting there for a couple hours trying to do a manual. So I don't want to uh to spoil the ender of your video. Mm. So uh I don't know. It's up to you, but I'm curious how long it took you to do that ender clip because you showed like some bales in there, which I think yeah. were really good because it made it like it made you realize how hard it would be to do that on that setup. It was it was aggravating. It was, was that a process? Yeah. I want to say it was close to two hours, maybe, of nonstop. Really? Jeez. Like, like, hop on the ledge, try nose manual. I, you know, however far I got with, you know, once my back tire touched the ledge, hook a right turn, pedal, and do the same thing immediately. And that was probably for a good hour and a half, two hours. God bless was, you, sir. I, I was, could not I do that determined. with like, a with a balance trick. I mean, it's just fun because, like, I I'd sent you and Craig that picture of that ledge mm -hmm. or that Instagram, and I was like, I think I asked you, I was like, do you think I do you think you guys think I could uh, nose manual this, or like would would a nose manual be possible? And like I'd never been to the ledge. I I just saw one of the homies here riding it, and I was like, I mean, as soon as I saw it, I was like, fucking nose manual, and that would be amazing. And then I sent it to you guys to see if you thought it would po it was possible. And then yeah, eventually I went there, and when I went there, I was like, fuck. One, it was like long, a little bit longer than I thought, and then it was long. Yeah, it was like it was longer than I thought for sure. And then the the bends were a little bit they were tight too. in in person, yeah. So like so it was like a like, squiggly bench. It was like basically one half of like a DNA helix, right? Yeah. So it was like a tight, curvy, like SSSSSSS yeah. sort of all linked together. Mm -hmm. And uh you could see like there's like a kind of like a top down sort of angle that shows that you're like steering through it cuz yeah. like obviously you took the the straightest line path you could through it but you couldn't just nose straight through the middle like you had no, to yeah, like you had to kind of swerve back and forth to, and back I and had, forth I like I think in the in the video, like it cuts to like a front angle, like the front angle is an iPhone angle, and like on my phone, I'll, at some point I'll post on Instagram like just the the full like front iPhone angle, and from there, like you know, dead on, you really see the turns. Yeah, you see how tight and the it, like yeah, the curvature it looks, it looks of it looks pretty, is. It looks pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, that was a prize. So like, yeah, I like I saw it it was longer than i thought especially with like the the bends and stuff i was like in my head i was like before going there 
you know, maybe I could squeak it through if it's not that long. Like maybe I can kind of, you know, get by by not really locking it too in too crazy of a nose manual and be able to sear it and stuff. And then, yeah, we kind of just like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, try a bit and stuff. And maybe got, I mean, I really didn't even get far before we started like trying to film it. But it was it was a process, and like I would get, like a, maybe like a once or twice I was gonna call it quits, and then like maybe a try or two after I like got it was probably one of those bails that were in the video where like I fucking was you could see you're at the, the like the finish I was line tasting yeah. the end of the ledge, and I fucking bailed, and I was like, it was it was one of those things where, I mean, you've been there like you're trying something for so long, you want to quit. And then you get close again, and it's like fucking a. I was. You're almost mad that you had to yeah, get close because like, yeah, now exactly. you can't stop Dude, with like a it. clean conscience. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, know I was that mad feeling. that I would get close because I was like, fuck, I was just so close to just calling it, and now I'm close, and it's like now I have to do it. Like I know it's possible to get to the end. I got there. I flipped over. I wanted to cry. It's right there. I have to do it. And then yeah. And then in the clip, you see, I, I throw my bike and just I was happy I got that. Yeah, the happy bike throw is always like yeah. a pretty rare occurrence. It's almost like it's like you just release the bike. You don't even throw yeah. it. You just like you just let it go because you're done and yep. you've, uh, you've exactly. succeeded. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm done. I don't need to I don't need to pedal this thing right now. No. Nope. You just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so really yeah, happy that clip's that clip's crazy. I'm glad you uh, included those bales because to me it looked yeah. like a really awkward way to bail because like the ledge is sort was, of like I mean, there and it's the not there head. and it's there and yeah. it's not there. So it's like it's weird if you're gonna put your foot down and like miss the ledge kind of thing. Like it just made me appreciate yeah. like how hard it would be to do a trick on that fucking weird squiggly ledge kind of thing yeah yeah definitely like i mean almost the whole time in the back of my head i was just kind of like i don't want to hop over just because like you said it's like this weird squiggly bench where i'm hopping over where there's ledge but then where i put my feet down there's not a ledge but then right where like my momentum would be i'm gonna be like crashing into the ledge again with like my knees and legs you know, like there's a little this little gap where I would fall down into, but then hit the ledge immediately. So it was yeah. always kind of like in the back of my head. So we're like, you know, it was. It's not like a wide ledge; like it's skinny. So stuff like that, I'm always kind of hesitant to really, at first, kind of lock into the nose manual. It's always kind of a the few like the first few tries like a nose heavy hop onto the ledge to kind of feel it out and then progressively work into locking the nose so that yeah, was that's kind why of always... nosies no is nosies have always been hard for me because i can't really like ease into them i like plop straight into like the balance point yeah a little more like that's the way they've always worked for me so like mm -hmm. to do it on a setup like that for me would be physically impossible because, like, you have to just risk going over the bars, like, instantly, like, at yeah. any second. 
Like I just like dive into it recklessly and that's the only just, way they work seemingly. Like you just have the, it's like when I think of you doing a nose manual, I have like the specific movement that you do almost always. It's like you give it like a pump or two and then it gets really high and you extend everything. You extend <laughs> yeah. your arms and your legs, like your ass is in the air and you just yeah. extend everything. And the dead lacy, down or you hop over, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The lacy lock—that's that's kind of the curse I've been, uh, I've been suffering through for my. But nose it's just so funny how like life. how quickly it occurs. It'll be like, you know, you're like you're bringing the back wheel up, you pump, you pump, and then it goes too far, and you just extend and then it goes everything. too far, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just locked in in like the yeah. steepest, craziest lock leg, Stevie Church- Churchill ass out nose manual. Yeah kind of maneuver yeah but now you just need to do them more i do yeah i just need to get more comfortable in the balance point and like because it's like you, you know, have this like you have the skill like you can nose manual it's more so kind like, of kind of you just don't you, you just don't do them often yeah that's a big like part if you just, you just if you just did them you know every so often i mean like any trick really so yeah lastly shout out to that ice pick to like ice up on the garbage can clip that's one of my favorite clips in the video also that i remember i i texted you i think for that clip i don't think so i mean i i know you i know your memory is my memory shot i like to to think i have a fairly good memory but i'm pretty sure it was you that i texted and i sent you a picture of the spot and i was like yeah i want to do this ice pick ice pick should i phone film it or actually film it Ah, uh, yeah, you you did message that to me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Obviously, in the end, I, I filmed it on the camera, and now it's in the video. Now it's in the video. Yeah, and now yeah. now it can go on Instagram. Now I feel it like can it's, go on it's Instagram. hard yeah, to see, motivate like, it's yourself a, it's a, it's to put cycle, it out later. Know? Yeah, yeah. Dan Crook seems to be very good at like posting a mix of like video part clips to Instagram yeah. after the fact versus like. His live, you know, just got back from biking. Here's the clip from the session, kind of posts. Yeah. Which Shit, uh, yeah, now, people seem I mean, to have now, trouble with. I have trouble with. I mean, now that I drop this video, think about all the fucking Instagram content I'll have. Yeah, seriously, if you posted like one or two we'll clips from a, the video, like once a week, I don't actually you have could, to ride. You, you don't have to ride. I could, go, I, could yeah. I could go on a pretty hefty vacation and not ride. Yeah. You could go to Berlin for like six months yeah. <laughs> without your bike and just go to the coffee shops and just drink coffee with birds. Yeah. Months. All the birds. Was that were those just like tourist birds? I'm referencing you posted on like Instagram and maybe in the group chat. You posted like you sitting at a coffee shop directly across from like some little German birds that were just accompanying you. And this occurred like multiple times on your trip. Like you posted Dude, yeah. a couple story photos of the same situation. You just chilling with birds. I don't know. The birds are weird there. They're like normal birds, but they act almost like pigeons. So where like they just kind of like, you know, we were sitting down having coffee, maybe some breakfast. I mean, even sometimes it was just coffee. Like we were just sitting there. And like all of a sudden, these birds just out of nowhere like fly up on the table, and like I don't know, it's like just like sup fool, what you got for me? But you don't exactly. Let me get some shit. I feel like you don't expect that type of like 
close encounter behavior with just a normal bird. It's the no, pigeon they're that's afraid they're going to just you. crush them. It's the they're pigeon that's usually coming up to you. You know, like the pigeon wants the food, the pigeon wants this. Yeah, because they're like, just dumbass little, pigeons. But this little bird just, and I mean, at times it was a lot of birds. Like one of them was like a trio of them. They were like all three of them were just like ambushing you yeah. for your croissant or whatever you were yeah. eating. Yeah. But they were intimidating. They were just oh, like, there was a lot of them. And they were just kind of like make their rounds to like, if there's other people at tables, they would like make their rounds to go like stand on the other table. And like, they would get really close. Like I would like, like they would get, pr- like I would hold my hands out on the table to see if like they would go on it or something, but they would get pretty close. Nice. But it was weird. Like I had never seen birds like this, just kind of comfortable with just, I guess comfortable with people or just, I don't know. I feel like it happens in like big tourist cities where the animals like they sort of adapt to the tourists and they realize they can get food really easily if they get unnaturally close to like stupid humans. Because I've had a similar experience in Washington, D.C. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but uh, you can like feed the squirrels in certain parks in D.C. Like, yeah, they'll just eat, like, nuts or whatever food you've got, like, right out of your hand. They just come up to you because they're just, like, tourist animals. Like, it's almost like a, um, like an urban zoo where they're, okay, like, attraction. yeah, they're, like, part of the environment that you can interact with. And they're just, like, they're just down. Hmm. That's got to be weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Like a squirrel to just be, like, so close to you and eating out of your... That's why it's it was like weird scary. for like a bird. Like I've never just had like a normal ass bird just kind of like be so comfortable around people to, you know. So imagine a squirrel. Yeah, yeah, squirrels different. I even had uh some like friends of mine that had a pet squirrel that they rescued. Like really? they found it like, you know, abandoned from its mother, like kind of like left to die. So they like brought it inside and like raised it. And they just had like a pet squirrel that they called Chip that, uh, you know, it lived outside, but it would just live in there straight in their backyard and they would like call it over and it would like hang out on their shoulder and stuff. But it was still like a weird wild squirrel where it was like spazzing out all the time and like it would like run around really quick and like certain people would go to like see it and they'd be like, like they'd freak out like a girl would like have it on their shoulder and they'd be like, yeah. Oh, get it off me! Oh, it's gross! Oh, like it because it's like fucking crazy fucking ass squirrel. squirrel it's like spazzing day. out all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that's a that was a weird experience. It's not like it's like a dog that's gonna let you rub its belly, you know? No, no, not quite the same. <laughs> so you didn't get to use your HVX too much on your uh your Berlin travels. I'm assuming no, it was home. It stayed here. Yeah. You're still waiting on your uh, your fisheye adapter, right? Yeah, still waiting on that. Finally got the got the eye cup, the viewfinder eye cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can realize I mean, how crappy the viewfinder of that camera is. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, I mean, it's so I little. I already knew, but it was just like I don't know, just to like not have that rubber eyepiece to like kind of lean against. It was like just the plastic of the screen. It was just kind of like weirdly uncomfortable. 
Yeah, it doesn't sound good. No. But yeah, I mean, now I'm back. I'm excited to use it. Yeah, I used mine pretty heavily last weekend. It was uh, it was an experience. What did you guys and do? Definitely. So we went to uh, Astoria to go ride the Astoria Banks. You know, like the famous red brick yeah. hips. That's like a staple. Danny? No, this so this was the weekend day. after Danny. Yeah, so I went there with Danny because that was like a convenient spot for him to meet up at. So rode that the weekend before last. And then, I don't know, somehow we ended up going there again last weekend. I think it was because Franco, it's his last weekend before he moves to Florida. So we wanted to go this to weekend? just like. So or the, the past weekend. So today is Friday, so I believe he's driving to Florida at this very moment. Wow. I think his plan was to leave today. So Franco's gone. We're going to have to uh, take a little 20, 20 plus hour drive to visit him now, which is kind of a bummer, but yeah, it'll be cool to have like a winter spot to go visit, to go stay with him. We should definitely do like a, a little little trip there one day yeah yeah we're definitely going to like i still have a um a flight credit from when i didn't go to swamp fest so i'm definitely going to be taking a uh, a florida trip this winter at the very least but anyway we went and rode the astoria banks and we went and rode one other like weird spot in queens and uh i kind of just decided i wanted to film as much as I could that day and see what would come of it. Like I didn't really have a distinct plan of what the video was going to be, but I filmed, you know, probably like seven, six, seven, like actual like riding clips at the Astoria banks, which is like something, but also I filmed just like a bunch of miscellaneous B roll that I thought was kind of like interesting. (laughs) Like, we were there with uh, Pepe BMX, the homie from Glen Cove, who's got his YouTube channel, and he's been a uh, he's been a big part of the Whammo crew since day one, basically. Yeah. So, Pepe was there for the session, which sadly is kind of rare these days. Like, we haven't been able to meet up with Pepe all that much in recent yeah. years. So, he was there, and basically, I was just filming his... You know, his antics, his <laughs> Pepeisms, and all the like, yeah. just his craziness. So, filmed a bunch of B roll. And then, of course, a wrench gets thrown into the plans because Craig's car gets a flat tire. So, we ride the Astoria Banks, and I film, you know, seven, eight clips, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to film some sort of like, you know, day edit, day video, you know, maybe it'll just yeah. go on Instagram. Maybe it'll make some something for YouTube. So Craig gets a flat tire and I'm like, fuck, this has got to go in the video. So I filmed Craig basically generally struggling to get his tire <laughs> off because it he had these weird like bolt covers on his hubcaps. Uh-huh that like didn't want to come off and he's just like smashing them with the like 
with a tool and he's tr- trying to get the to break the bolts free and he can't do it and then Pepe takes over and Pepe like strong arms the bolts and he's just like roid raging out on it it's amazing so I have all this footage and it ended up working out perfect because he got the flat tire we found out he had the flat tire right across the street from the Astoria Banks and there happened yeah. to be a tire shop literally right, that one on the corner right on that corner yeah like yeah. right at the spot so we jacked up his car took the wheel off craig rolled the tire to the tire shop oh my God. and uh i have <laughs> all this footage of craig just like stumbling down the road rolling this tire <laughs> which has has a nice uh, little uh, nice little highlight in the video so i cut together this this craig tire changing montage with uh complete with the song and everything and then after that we changed this flat and everything and we went and filmed at one more spot and i think kind of like everybody got a clip each so filmed enough to make some sort of video and like obviously it doesn't make sense to make it like a normal kind of web video like an edit with like yeah an intro and then a song with riding and then another song. Like it doesn't really fit that format. So I mm-hmm. think I'm going to leave the, the riding and the B roll just like raw clips. Cause I want to leave them kind of like long ins and outs. And yeah. then the montage with Craig changing his flat and shit has a song. And then the end of the video is the last like session clips with more kind of like some B roll thrown in. And then, you know, kind of like just a little throwaway video. Like, yeah. Uh, my plan is to sort of make it like I'm gonna make. I'm gonna either use my old YouTube channel that already exists, or maybe I'm gonna make like a sore losers YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. just basically have it as like a spot to just dump random videos that like are not like a long term high effort project that I want yeah. to like you know have hosted on dig or our BMX that I just want to like film it take a week or so to edit it just dump it on YouTube you know I'll send the clips to everyone so they can post them on Instagram like I got a clip on the Astoria Banks that I was like kind of happy about cuz it was like a weird idea I've had for a while that uh mm. I just want to post on Instagram and uh yeah basically just have kind of like a, I might even post the podcasts on this YouTube channel just with the audio and like the podcast slide. Cause I've had people ask me like, dude, why don't you post it on YouTube? Like, you know, yeah. I, I listen to all my podcasts on YouTube and for me, that's weird because we don't have like a video element right. to the podcast, which I talked about with Eddie a little bit and like, yeah, yeah. if that ever happens, you know, that's pretty far down the line. Like, it doesn't really make sense for the format we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people want to just listen to the podcast through YouTube. So I might as well just dump them, you know, the ones we've recorded and then anything from there anything onward after, to yeah. YouTube as well. Right. And it'll also double as like a place to post random videos and stuff like the one I filmed. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. Sweet. Thank you. I was even thinking of um, kind of opening it up to like, you know, 
any sort of whammo affiliates like you or Fred or yeah, I mean, I'm you know, kind of any any yeah. friends that like have cameras and want to make some sort of little project. Like I told Craig, like he should dust off his uh webcam HD and yeah, uh luck. yeah, I don't know if that's happening, <laughs> but but it's basically an excuse for me to like to use the HVX more and uh. Yeah. You know, just just film like I've always liked. Remember, like back in the old days of like skate filmers, they would have a YouTube channel and they would post like, you know, just a little like throwaway edit, you know, scrap edit, like right. skate park session edit, like or you just, just a, see, like a montage of like a spot. Yeah, like yeah, a, exactly. Yeah. And it was like you didn't put a ton of effort into editing it. You know, you didn't spend weeks and months filming meticulously like you just film a session film the clips that you film and then those are a video like you don't you don't overthink it yeah i mean i've i've had this idea for a little bit too just kind of like wanting to i mean like you like having a camera and just like i want to do more than just okay we go out i want to get this hard clip i want to spend like just kind of have a bit more fun with it and just like Oh, the homies filming, like wants to do something, film it and kind of like put something a little bit more like, I don't know, like light together. Not something that's like 2021 web video, you know, just something like cruising, just a spot or I don't know. Yeah, that's that's definitely the mentality I have with this this idea. And like, also, I've had the idea, like, I want to film a video at that stack ledge spot that I ride all the time. Like, I just want to film, I don't know, however long, but I just want to film a bunch of clips there just because I think it would be funny. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of like a video based around one specific spot spot or one specific kind of thing. And just like, it's just one of those spots where it's like where we all like hang out sometimes. So just to film like a whole kind of like session there would be funny. Yeah, for sure. One problem I've, uh, I've ran into with the HVX now is, uh, the storage space running out of, uh, yeah, you filled up the 32. I filled up a 32 gig P2 card and... while I was filming the, the flat tire montage, which, uh, it wasn't even a big deal. Because the HVX, I think all the Panasonic camcorders, they're pretty easy for marking clips and then deleting anything you don't want, which Uh uh, is like a little nerve wracking to commit to while you're like at the spot because you're like afraid you're going to delete like a one of the tricks by mistake or any sort of B-roll clip that like might be a gem later. But I ended up doing that and just, you know, deleting about a quarter of the card and having enough to finish the session. But I filled up the card and I killed my battery. So the very last yeah, clip I, I filmed... Yeah, I need to get another battery for sure. Yeah, luckily you can get them pretty easily. You can get them on yeah. Amazon for like yeah. 20 bucks or whatever. So I just got to order one. Yeah, but definitely I noticed like the batteries, you know, they go they go quick. I found a little trick. I um was trying to film like a 180 toboggan over this like construction fence kind of thing. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, those like orange construction fences, it's like mesh and it's like the temporary kind of fence. So anyway, I tried a couple times to do this trick and then the camera died. It's like, shit, not going to get the clip now. Uh, And then I decided maybe if I take the battery out and then turn the camera off and on, I'll get like one more try. And I ended up getting it on that one extra try with the battery in and out. Because sometimes when you take the battery out and back in, it like sort of resets itself. Like it like, I don't know, it, Mm -hmm. it just gives you like an extra 30 seconds of recording. Yeah. And, uh, it worked. I got, I did, I didn't do it like exactly how I wanted, but it was fine. Like, you know, I can never do a toboggan trick and just be happy with it. Never. And I had like half a mind to do 180 bar because I've been doing them a bunch lately. And like, it finally clicked in my brain how 180 bar spins should feel. And like, (laughs) I can just do them now. It's crazy. Yeah. I even, dude, I even had this moment where I was like, I could hop whip. Fuck it. <laughs> and as like semi a joke, I was like, yo, Craig, I'm going to do a hop whip right now. Watch this shit. And I sent a hop whip full commit and landed on the pedals. I th- In my head, it was both feet landed on pedals. And like, you know, when your body is off center from like the bike yeah. and you just yeah. like bounce off. Kind of Dude, off, I yeah. swear I did a hop whip landed pedals and then bounced off and just kind of like tumbled to the ground like almost like lazy like goofy fall like you know when you flop to the ground like kind of as like a joke dude did a hop whip straight to pedals flopped on the ground and we were all just laughing hysterically for like a couple minutes after that like nobody could have believed that that happened and i was i was happy like to to me that was like I, I did a hop whip basically. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> land it, but <laughs> nobody was expecting any, to land it, you know? I didn't need to land it, dude. I fucking landed. I caught pedals for a moment. Yeah. Like you could have cut the clip at the, the landing and it, it was a hop whip. So I'm pretty That's sure amazing. I can tail whip again. Like I just got to like suck it up and commit to getting some shinners. I was like, I imagine like maybe doing like some 180 bars and he's like, fuck, I'm just going to do this hell too. Why not? Yeah. I was like, fucking try this. Do anything. I swear I had a dream where I was doing hop whips. So I was like, I mean, it worked in my dream, so I could just do it now. What's the yeah. difference? Yeah. So I, I yeah, I'm going to be working on whips but... in the in the coming sessions. That's like a little, like you've got your goals of like nose manuals, parking spaces and stuff. Yeah. I just want to land a couple tail whips again. That would feel good. You should. Have you ever actually done one flat? No, I've never done a hop whip and like landed it proper and rolled away from it. Like the last weekend session, like the stomp and bounce kind of move was the closest I've gotten so far. So it might happen. Next time have someone film it. I know, I know. I wish Craig was filming in that moment, but it, it was sort of like a like a spur of the moment thing. Spur of the moment. Like I was just yeah. like, yo, Craig, I'm going to hop whip right now. Watch this shit. And I just sent it. And like 
got way closer than I had any business getting. That's amazing. So you know what else was amazing? The X Games Real BMX video parts came out recently. True, true. Any thoughts on uh, on that nonsense? Um, I think they were all really good, honestly. Uh, I mean, I liked Sealy's a lot. Sealy had some things in there that he did like a lucky... It was like a manual Smith to Lucky and then kind of did like a full cab thing out. To me, uh, it was like kind of like a Lucky 360 to Fakie, yeah. right? But it was also kind of I like mean, a Lucky to full cab the way it, because he was like well, in because a stall. It's like he's, I mean, he was kind like of going stall. backwards. Yeah. And like, I mean, as of now, he's like the only person I've, seen do that trick because i've seen it like he's filmed in uh, another video i remember yeah but i've tried that trick it's fucking weird and jake city is the man so yeah he's a gangster that along with the stair glide dude the stair box glide jump, box jump yeah that super sick i love that clip did you see the photo the stair glide uh, and he, he so i'm not sure it. where that was filmed but there's a photographer and writer in SLC named John Tinsley. I don't know if you've mm. heard of him. But his name is he, shot, he shot a really cool photo of that like stair glide box jump trick too. Yeah, I think I saw that photo. Yeah, yeah. It sort of was like making the rounds. He's awesome. Yeah. I've talked to John a little bit here and there. Mm. But yeah, that clip, the feeble... Curve tooth hanger one eighty, yes. Like front yeah. front foot feeble to then back foot tooth hanger one eighty. Yeah, it's weird because yeah. I've always thought like, remember I think we even talked about doing like feeble to hanger one eighty. Yes, but on the yeah. same side, and he did it in like such a different the, crazy way, and somehow yeah. he did it, dude. He did it perfectly too, so good, which makes so it even good. crazier. Like spun it I proper like so rolled out yeah. like it was just like a normal 180 spin like yeah super good clip he also did that like double peg to fakey wall to over fakey pegs so it's like yeah a pegs fakey wall predator kind of thing to jake Sealy's, which is wild Nothing yeah Sealy's awesome and Mastroni filmed it super well too. I was stoked to yeah. see like another Mastroni pro- project back out in the yeah. world because Mastroni's sort of been like laying low for a little while in Salt Lake mm-hmm. City. He's not been, you know, he's sort of like retired from filming like for after, our after BMX. Like kind of ride after like that ride project, mm-hmm. like the headlights project. Like you said, it's been kind of like laying low, maybe. But yeah. As you said, it's nice to have another Mistroni project out in the world. And then uh, who else? Brock. Brock and Kramus. I think it's pronounced Kramus. Kramus, Kramus. Kramus, yeah, like Kramer. Yeah, Brock yeah, is just like thing. a powerhouse. Yeah. It's just like tail whipped on. He does yeah, that crazy tire ride. I think it 
Is that his ender? Uh, Is that like it huge might be before his ender? The pre-ender. I think it's yeah. before his ender, yeah. He's that line with a nose bonk. There's like a nose bonk, G-turn truck. Truck, yeah, yeah, G-turn truck. Yeah. That doesn't also, make any like sense. Also, like Felix did a G-turn truck. Did Felix truck, do like, one of those G-turn yeah, trucks? Yeah. Like our G, or, I mean, G-turn bar, whatever it is. Like, is that a thing now? Like, that's the new standard? Yeah, it's interesting how that worked out, because I think in the last real BMX contest, there was like that Garrett one did that. a full cab tail whip, and then yep. also and then Lewis Mills, Lewis did, a Mills did a full cab tail whip, which were like two, like, just what the fuck tricks impossible bizarre like you've never seen this trick before and they were uh-huh. in the same video contest so yeah it's weird how that works yeah, out sometimes. How that works. yeah but yeah but felix's yeah, part is for new. sure one of my favorites yeah felix has a dude he did like that feeble crank to hard 180 bar Mm-hmm. yeah the and one on that like that up ledge spot up ledge yeah which has to be one of the most awkward feeling tricks to like do that crank arm and then hard spin and do it just doesn't make sense it's one of those tricks that like to me would be physically impossible unless you did yeah. it on that setup because he did it on like right. like a big up ledge big up and ledge. you could tell he used like the fall down time to like mm-hmm. just get any amount of spin to make that trick yeah. work like the trick to me was like mostly like a crank to feeble bar and he just like somehow did a kick out was spin able to get the moment magically yeah like that that trick definitely blows my mind and i can definitely see like from now i guarantee in like a few months i'll be able to do that on like a skate park up ledge yeah yeah probably knowing him that's how he operates also, like him doing that, like switch-footed. Uh, Can you explain that switch, to me? Switch. So foot, he did a switch-footed switch tail whip. It's a switch whip. Switch foot. Switch foot. Switch whip. So it looks like a regular whip the other way. Yeah. And then he switched then his in, feet back and did a one eighty tail whip, whip. Yeah. down like a pretty big set. So like there was that clip, and then like the other day on Instagram, I saw him like at the skate park chilling with the switch foot switch whip mm-hmm. so it's just one of those like i feel like maybe at the time when you filmed that clip it was like hard and then now it's just like yeah just how i do these now i don't know yeah i've never That's had a chance crazy. to ride with felix but grant tells me it's just like easy for him i can tell yeah. like he's one of those dudes that like he's just so naturally gifted on a bike that yeah. like like i'm sure he he tries like i'm sure he puts in a lot of effort and like obviously he's ridden an insane amount over his like lifetime but like mm-hmm. gee, he just looks natural like he just looks like he just like does the tricks like he doesn't exactly, really yeah. like they're not hard for him i mean what was the, the first clip the nose bonk 180 to then five cab bar yeah so it he does looks... that that huge nose bonk 180 that's like what do you think? That stair set's easily like a like a ten, ten set, maybe of the nose bonk, yeah, yeah, because it's like he does it down the drop side of it, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like a stair set and then a long flat 
and then like what do you think the second set is like a like smaller a one like a four or five or something so it's yeah. like a big like a 10 flat four mm. but there's a ledge running along the side of it and he wanted he nose bonks like perpendicular to the stairs like already past them like obviously you've seen the clip i'm i'm describing it yeah. for for some hypothetical person who hasn't <laughs> seen it but anyway he like he does that nose bonk on 80 it's a big ass drop and then he does a five cab bar spin, which yeah. is not really a trick that but, normal people do. But made it look easy. And made it look easy, yeah. So that's kind of just his thing. He did that that uh, bench hop to manual, 180 up onto that like bank yeah, yeah, up thing, and a 720 cab. Yeah. Which is also not a trick. That mortal bikers do. Also, it's hilarious that it was like the setup of it. Like you just did like a hop over manual, manual one eighty onto this thing, and then seven. Like I probably would have been impressed with him just one eighty onto it and doing a sudden cab. Yep. But he he had to add that element manual like, one eighty into yeah. it. Yeah. Which made it even more like when he spun it, it was like, what the fuck? You know, because you're like, oh, he's doing a hop over manual. And I thought he was going to like I... half cab whip or maybe like full cab whip or something. But yeah, I could have seen like, a, wasn't like one of those switch down whip cab things. Yeah, maybe. yeah, like the Dylan Lloyd yeah, yeah. cab switch down whip. Weird like contortionist trick. But yeah, I mean, seven cab that perfect was the last thing I expected. No. Fucking tornado. Also, Courage's part for the X Games Real Street is uh pretty insane. Yeah. I feel like he's almost conditioned us to expect his riding to be just like, you know, insane nose manual and manual links. To where it almost like you're expecting it, so it's not that right. big of a surprise anymore. Mm-hmm. But like if he put that part out and like you had never heard of him before, you would lose your shit. Like you you wouldn't oh, understand sure. yeah. what was happening. Yeah, but no encourage, it's like what you come to expect. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. But it does that like nose manual to tail whip. That doesn't I mean, make any I was, sense. That was and it's maybe an, uh, as legit as a nose whip gets. Yeah, because it wasn't even just like some sort of like up ledge, like nose bonk whip setup. Like it was a he like weird nose manual, like a rollery, like a roller bank, and then tail whipped off the end. I remember is, seeing yeah, the trailer I'm before sorry. the videos came out, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Mm-hmm. Like seeing like the glimpse of like him kind of going over the roller down to the down part and then doing the whip and I was I don't know not 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 too many people are doing nose whips basically no few and far between but what other clips do you think uh, stood out from that section can you recall anything I haven't watched them um, in a while I feel kind of bad I don't remember. I like how he did. He did a clip that I like just because it was like nose bar, 
manual 180 pegs fakie nose bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just like how I he did the one. nose bar both forward and reverse. Mm-hmm. Like a palindrome BMX yeah. trick. I like clips like that. I feel like that comes from being like a goofy both ways spinning. Like I've always enjoyed like doing a trick one way and then doing it another. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like the symmetry of it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. When you do one of those clips where you see it, it like makes it feel more whole. I don't know. Mm hmm. Like you're completing the cycle. Yeah. 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 Two halves of the same coin but yeah definitely that like that clip for that reason i liked a lot um obviously like the end nose manual around that weird that crazy monument planet thing. it's literally like us like the ring of saturn fuck, yeah yeah i don't think he bar spins out too right to just bar, for good yeah, measure obviously yeah you might as well i mean if you got it like that if when you're you, just yeah, exactly. cruising when you got it like that I mean, what is a bar at the end of the day? <laughs> but you're not really a nose bar guy, right? You've had no, bad luck done, with those. I've, I've literally never done a nose manual bar in my life. It's weird because I've probably done more nose bars than you. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really. I would like manual. to one day. I would like to one day, but then I also wouldn't just because maybe I'd want to do them a lot. I don't know. I'd like to just nose manual without any. Any requirements to to do out of it? Like that's what you know. Like that's what that's what it is. The nose manual. Yeah. I feel like there's a uh, there's a time and place for the nose bar, and it's not every single time you nose manual. I think I'll I'll do one, maybe. As my my goal is to at least film one nose manual bar spin. Maybe in my next video. I'll try and do one. I'll be looking forward to it. I know, uh, I think I might have been filming you try to do a nose manual to bar spin at the yeah. classic, uh, the Toys yeah. R Us ledge. Yeah. And like, See, you were nose, I throw too late. You throw I them throw late. late. Yeah. You throw it like into the ground or yeah. like the bike sort of like drops out from under you. And I think it's that one fun. you tried, you just like did the like, you missed the Fall catch back. and just like shot yeah. backwards. Yeah. And you were like, fuck nose bars. I'm never doing yeah. one of these again. <laughs> Fucking worst trick. I, honestly, you're probably just the over last it. I ever tried that trick. <laughs> really? It's been that long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And the amount of no, nose for, manuals uh, like, you do. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like doing nose manuals. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like to you, know, the I nose manual is the trick. And, yeah. you know, you don't have to make it more complicated you don't have to like yeah exactly a nose spin yeah but then the nose bar another trick it just overcomplicate the simplicity it's like a simple nose man yeah yeah i respect that but yeah definitely the last time i tried a nose bar was what was that like you're probably riding the blue time ro federal frame I want to so, say at that point my frame was raw. Remember it I had that been. like raw frame with like the the tan tires. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the gum tires, it might have been 
that era? I think it was maybe the era of like the Austin Mazer TCU exclusive video right. kind of thing. Yeah. Probably. Actually, I have some interesting news about the come up that maybe I'll tell yeah. you more about later off the air because I, I don't know if anything's official yet. But Craig was telling me some interesting things. So, some insider gossip. Yeah, the come up might be having some sort of revival in the near future. We'll see. I mean, I, I feel like I saw at least Adam say he posted an Instagram story. I'm giving away the come up. And then not too long after, I'm giving the come up to Charlie and Nate Richter. Okay, so it's not a secret. And I, I, and that's, that's, the, that's true. That's, yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, so Craig's been talking to Charlie a little more about that. But, yeah, that's the gist of it. That uh, that Charlie may be trying to make something of the come up again. Whether it's going to so. be the same format of website that it used to be, or it's going to have some sort of, uh, you know, it's sort of up in the air still. Like, yeah. we're kind of throwing out ideas to Charlie, like, the anonymous comments. We want those back. You know, sort of like the editorial kind of like style of the come up, you know, where like it's not just posting videos. It's also like a critique of the video and like some background on the rider kind of thing. I feel like if you want to. I don't know. I mean, now there's, you know, our BMX and dig and. Vital or what have like there's enough you know, just BMX media outlets. So for, yeah, like the come up comes back, but what's it really going to, you know, what's it really going to add that we don't get from our BMX or, or whatever to where if you brought back the anonymous comments, it could be interesting to go back to the come up just to at least check it. Yeah, I would definitely have a good time. Because, like, if, like, okay, like, tomorrow the come up starts posting videos again, what's going to make you go there? Nothing. Like, if you've now just kind of always gone to our BMX or something, like, why would I go now to the come up when I can just continue going to our BMX and see the same shit and all their kind of like exclusive, you know, coverage of contests and all that shit so i'm curious do you use like dig or our bmx as like your feed for bmx videos because i feel like Um, i'd more like use youtube as like my video recommendation like the the algorithm of youtube has gotten so good since the days of the come up that to me youtube has kind of replaced the come up in a way like i feel like youtube after watching a few videos, it like knows what I want to see and it puts the right stuff in my recommended to the point where I don't really need the come up anymore. And like, right. as long as you're subscribed to like a couple of the, the main, the main BMX hubs. channels, yeah. you'll, you'll see when a new video comes out. Like I think some people even have like the YouTube notifications and shit. And I keep that turned off cause I don't want to be need bothered. More notifications. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's your, what's your, uh, your setup for watching? I videos? mean, I mean, basically it's what, like what you said, like I pretty much 
get everything for like all the news like i just see it in youtube like recommended such like subscriptions whatever pretty much always youtube but every now and then when i'm on my computer i'll if i'm bored kind of just looking around whatever i'll go to our bmx and just see if there's i don't know video i missed or whatever but just to like kind of look at it mm-hmm. and just as like a recap some and like maybe sometimes with dig too just because i feel like dig has will, will like have kind of random dig articles and shit like that yeah so i keep sometimes dig as i my feel like either goes for that reason because yeah. like every now and again they'll drop like a cool like photo feature photo article thing actually they yeah. just put out like a little article about like I think it's like uh, an AMPM sort of like promotion. Mm. And uh, all the photos are shot by a friend of mine, Greg Moliterno, who's uh, a Brooklyn rider photographer. And uh, it's like a bunch of really badass black and white film photos that uh, he shot of like the AMPM guys and like Matt Miller. And uh, I think Austin Augie, shot a bunch of the photos too the more like lifestyle ones like yeah, sure. uh greg shoots um medium format on a hasselblad film camera and uh he actually he gave me a roll of film and he told me to like shoot it with his little formula mm-hmm. and uh that that i haven't developed it yet but it's sitting in front of me right now <laughs> so shout out to greg too he's awesome Hopefully, uh, he'll come on the podcast sooner or later. It almost happened yeah. a couple weeks back, but uh, I don't even think I had the mics at the time, so it wasn't even physically possible. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's basically what I use Dig for. Like, I like to see when yeah. like a new article or something comes out, but like sometimes I'll even see a video get posted like on Dig, and I'll just open up YouTube and just pull it up in YouTube anyway. So like yeah. I no, dig I is sort of just like the messenger. So it's it's right. different because the come up used to be the place where you like watched your videos, where you like commented yeah. and discussed them. But YouTube now has sort of like taken over that role in my mind. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if they brought back the anonymous comments, you'd maybe have a little bit more of a not that like, oh, can't wait to just fucking talk shit on <laughs> and be anonymous. I wonder if like, it would be I the same. Know, I, or if that was it, only like yeah, it would, in it that would be more era like the same, it but worked. Like, I don't know. Maybe it would be a little bit more of like a oh, like we're going to talk shit on this video because I fucking hated it, <laughs> and then you go to the come up. Yep. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting for them to bring it back though, just for the nostalgia and the. Yeah, yeah. it definitely has to, like, add something different than just what you get from YouTube. Like Exactly, because... It's hard, it's hard they, to say They might as well exactly. just be in the same place where they are, like... Yeah. So, anyway, I think we've covered our little list of topics. Uh, when we started this, we didn't really have any sort of plan. And uh, right now, the recording Mostly. is bordering on uh well over an hour and a half yeah so we are chilling 
as far as our uh, our content goes. We're killing it, basically. <laughs> hella content. Hella, hella content. It's weird to me to think the way that, like, we spend, you know, weeks filming clip by clip by clip to make, like, a three, four-minute video part. And, like, yeah. we can just turn on some mics and talk for an hour and in real time make an hour worth of content. <laughs> it's just like weird to think like how like if we wanted to make like an hour long, you know, BMX video, it would take years. It would take so yeah. much work yeah. and so much thought and planning and trips and and then we can just record a podcast for an hour while oh. I'm sitting at home after work, tired, slightly buzzed on uh Dale's Pale Ales, and you're half asleep in Mallorca, Spain, and and boom, there's yep. you know an hour and forty for uh, somebody to consume. Con- content for the people. Content for the people. I saw a dude with a T-shirt in uh in the supermarket that said "Weed the People" on it, and I was so close to asking him for a photo of it because it was like weed was the it people. One of, like, the- was it one of like the the classic like, I mean, how it's written on like the Constitution like font type thing it with an American that. flag on it? It was in a fancy script, but it yeah. also had a huge weed leaf like backing it. So it was like the fancy like scrolly script, weed yeah. the people, and just a pot leaf. Like the dude was like, oh my god, he was was shouting it loud and proud. It was it was not subtle at all. Damn, you got should have got a photo of that. I should have. Yeah, I bitched out. I feel weird. I hate bothering people in public. You should have asked. I don't know about you. You know what it is? I hate when people, when I'm like, zoned out, walking around in the street, or like, it's like trying yeah, to read, and someone is someone, someone like breaks into my bubble, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. personal space <laughs> so i feel bad like you know no, busting I, someone's yeah, bubble I, when they're out grocery I shopping i agree that's like personal time where they just want to be alone with their their thoughts their head their but then everyone's different you know. some people like it some people don't give a fuck one way or the other yeah like my dad talks to everybody in public he's everybody's friend he thinks everybody wants to hear him and like nine out of ten times they love the attention like they're they're down to just have a weird weird like interaction with my dad like he just got it like that i don't know how it works but i'm the opposite yeah same so anyway any uh any parting thoughts anything we uh we should cover watch austin's new video he just put it out yeah. for uh, Skate Pro. What is it called? Uh, Mallorca Living, Austin yeah. Mazer, twenty twenty one. I was yeah. giving you some some recommendations for a better title, but the video already dropped. Yeah, you know all caps. Insane BMX video. Austin Insane Mazer BMX almost riding. died in the hood. <laughs> that was that probably would have gotten you more clicks, but maybe maybe the next video. The next video, yeah. Yeah. HVX filming in the hood. Yep. So yeah, uh maybe by the time this comes out, 
Tuesday, I'll have put out this YouTube video. And uh, Hope so. yeah, I'll definitely it's try nice. to post yeah. something on like the podcast Instagram. So if I'm you really want to follow see, that, I'm really just excited to see Craig with this flat tire. Oh, the, the, the flat tire montage. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm excited for. I used a Smith song for the montage. Yeah. So that hopefully will be out soon. Maybe there'll be yeah. some sort of mention on the uh, the Instagram, which is at Sore Losers BMX Podcast. Uh, don't follow Austin on Instagram. Yeah, he's uh, at Austin underscore Mazer. I'm at Jay Cobley with three E's. And uh, hopefully we'll have somebody on the podcast next week. I uh, <laughs> I have a couple ideas. I have a couple people on the line that I have to reel them in. And uh, we're taking it. We're taking it one day at a time. It's the only way to do it. Hell yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Now uh, yeah. go outside, ride your bike, film something. <laughs>